Good evening, everybody. How's everyone doing tonight? Welcome to Club Garibaldi. We got local live tonight with 1913. Give them a big, warm welcome. My name is Aaron, joined by my co-host Cal tonight. Good evening, everybody. We're broadcasting live from Club Garibaldi's at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Just want to say a word of thanks to the club and let you guys know that Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more in addition to lots of live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. And uh, Local Live is always a production of WMSC Radio. And again, we're broadcasting tonight from Club Garibaldi's. And let's uh, do a quick intro of our fine guests. 1913, everyone knows the band primarily as a duo of Victor DiLorenzo on drums and Janet Schiff on cello. But tonight they're joined by Mike Hoffman on electric bass. And Matt Meitzner on keyboards. I want to remind everybody that those note cards and pens on your table, those are for you guys to use. To, if you have any questions for the band, feel free to write those down on the note cards and bring them up to us, and we'll do our best to squeeze in as many audience questions as we can throughout the evening. Uh, I think without further ado, we'll turn it over to 1913 for some live music.
Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, 1913. Uh, that song is called Arco Pizzicato. Really nice. Awesome. Uh, this uh, first question we have, this is actually for Janet. Um, I'm just curious, was 1913, was that a particularly good year for cellos? For this one, it was. Well, for that one, obviously, and, yes. And for, um, and for 2019. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it is the year of 2019 <laughs> We're all from 1913, actually. Yeah, good cello from 1913. It's a small cello and strong. How did you come to... Uh, how did it come into your possession, that particular cello? I had a teacher bring it here from Romania, and I insisted after three years, um, he finally sold it to me. But I insisted that he would sell it to me someday. So, and he did. I'm glad that worked out. Indeed. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about um, your background in the, in the Milwaukee music scene and uh, just how this project came together originally? Well, this, this project came together because I had originally met Janet uh, doing an improv session with some friends of ours. And then she, uh, after a while, decided that she would give me a call and ask if I would come down and play a show at Circle A with her. And I did, I showed up and I just brought a cymbal and a snare drum. And I was happy to see upon arrival that there was another drummer there because I had never really played with Janet any of her original music, so I didn't know what to expect. So anyway, we commenced to play the, the evening, and the other drummer, Scott Johnson, uh, and I played very well together, and Janet seemed to be quite happy. And at the end of the night, I said to Scott, Scott, I'm so glad that you were here, because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't really know any of the material or anything. And he goes, oh, I, I thought you knew the material. So it was a very happy series of accidents, and we had a wonderful time. And that's how I started playing with Janet. And that's how many years ago? Seven years ago or something? Now? Just about seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And were you just doing a solo project at that time, Janet? No, that night it became 1913. Sure. Well, I, mean, yeah. I meant just uh, when you were booked for Circle A or whatever, that was just going to be a solo no, it was going to be um, me with drums. Okay. Yeah, with the looping pedal. I was already using the looping pedal. She had plans to hoodwink some suckers into uh, coming in and, and accompanying her. And I was uh, glad to be one of them. It all worked out. It did. It still does to this day. Someone in the audience wanted to know about the looping. Um, uh -huh. They wanted to know who some of your inspirations are for you know, looping musicians as far as they go. Were you inspired by anyone in particular to use a loop station? Well, um, Brian Eno comes to mind, um, just being really progressive. Um, no, it was how I wanted, to, I wanted to play four cellos all at once. And so um, I made a recording. And then uh, the looping pedal is actually how I pulled this off live. So I, I was really interested in cello layers. OK. I'm, I can't make eye contact okay. with you through the symbols. <laughs> but, Sorry about um, that. No, that's good. Uh, we have another audience question that's really kind of a story and a question oh. um, in regard to that first uh, tune you just played. Oh, yes. They uh, shared, um, on a transatlantic flight, I used the opportunity to listen to Icelandic tunes and the elongated sound of 
arthro arco pizzicato reminded me of that style, Icelandic. Is there any connection? Well, there's a string connection because Janet and I both had a relationship, a recording uh, relationship with the famous bass player Rob Wasserman. And we were designing some new tunes for the next uh, series of recordings that we were going to do. And we were thinking of some things with Rob in mind. And we wrote this piece. And unfortunately, we didn't have a chance uh, to record it with Rob. Uh, but uh, it, it certainly lives on in his memory. I don't know as much as, as there's a Nordic influence, but there certainly is a string influence well, quite a, a bit. There's a transatlantic influence because it lasts that long. It's a nine minute song. <laughs> Put that on repeat. And there's that too. Uh, another audience member wanted to know, Victor, what year is the Ludwig drum kit? Oh, I bought this uh, drum set uh, for a period of time when I, it was about five years ago when I did four shows with, with my ex-band Violent Femmes. And I decided that I would treat myself to a new drum set for the occasion. And that's when I bought this uh, beautiful set of Ludwig drums. I, I absolutely adore them. Hopefully they sound nice in the room. Do they sound okay? Okay, good. Thank you, Mr. Ludwig. Um, from the same audience member going on a, a slightly different tangent. The uh, answer is no. I, I don't know if that's going to fit. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Oh, boy. Ludwig drums, of course. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Wait, hold on. <laughs> we needed that. Well, shall we have a, a couple more songs? Sure. What do you want to do next, Janet? The reason why. Oh, the reason why.
The next piece we'd like to play for you is from a series, the Revolution series, and this is Revolution number one.
It's 1913 on WMSE's Local Live, and uh, I believe we have an audience question pertinent to that last we one. We have lots of them. Thanks, guys. Um, this one's pretty functional. Uh, they want to know what's the title of the second song. The song that we just played? Um, the one before that. The reason why. Oh, I'm sorry. The second song. I thought you meant the second song of that set of two songs. Um, yeah, the reason why. Okay. That's I think, it. Yeah, that's good. And what about that last one, just in case people... Uh, revolution that? number one from oh, yeah, the Revolution did, did series. And there are three pieces that go into that series. All right, thank you. Um, there is a question from one of our very own DJs, I think, oh, um, who is present. Uh, when will the band be playing live on Dr. Sushi's Free Jazz Barbecue? <laughs> in May. Oh, we love Dr. Sushi. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Sushi. Thank you for coming. Yes. Uh, well, of course, any time that he demands that we are there, we are there. <laughs> Dr. Sushi's the boss, is that what you're saying? That's right. He's our owner. <laughs> I wanted to know, um, is it harder for you to play uh, drums along with a looped cello versus uh, live instrumentation? You know, that's a great question because I only got acquainted with, with playing along to a looper about, well, seven years ago, I guess it was. But in recording, you, of course, have to play to time references uh, at some times. But uh, to do it in a live context was a little bit of a challenge. And sometimes when we were first starting out, midway through, Janet would have to recreate the loop because maybe there was a, a little hiccup here or there. But I got pretty good to, to just regulating what I was doing to what the loop was doing. So now it's at the point where it's second nature. I, I very rarely think about it anymore. It seems like you'd have to listen very closely to just kind of readjust constantly rather than allowing I always try to listen except for when I'm not listening. It's a good policy. Um, doing some reading up on you guys. Uh, came uh -oh. across a, a piece, a recent piece by Milwaukee Records' Matt Wild, um, and Yay, Matt. he visited your, your home and watched a Packers game with you, <laughs> and he afterward described and on some interesting bills. What mm -hmm. We opened up for the Avid Brothers. Langhorn Slim, who else? Rain Wilson. Yeah, Rain Wilson. We did a, a strange bill with him at the Pabst. Mm -hmm. What kind of music does he play? He plays the bassoon. Seriously, he's the he bassoon was, king. He was on a book tour at the time, and Victor got to narrate, um, moderate. Oh. Moderate the hysteria on stage with That's Rain. That's true, yeah. Okay. And Circle A, of course, that was obviously very important to 1913's formation. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's the first place we played. And our best gig ever is Club Garibaldi's right now. That's right. That's right. I knew it. 
And we're on the best radio station, WMSE. Um, I know in reading some, some, uh, an interview with you guys, too, you mentioned uh, John and Alice Coltrane as being uh, you know, somewhat influential on your new, new material. Um, I'm wondering, um, are there like some touchstones from those vast catalogs of, of music that uh, you guys constantly return to? I think the reason we're so in tune with the music of John and Alice Coltrane is that it really is rooted in a, a very deep spiritual resonance. And I think that's something that Janet and I gravitate towards because we like improvisational music. And also I think just the sound of the cello in itself, as far as what I wanna do with the drums when I hear Janet play the cello, uh, it comes from a very different space from as apart from say if I'm playing any kind of rock music or, or what have you. Um, and I think that's just something that's developed over time between Janet and I. Uh, when we first started out, we had a lot of material because Janet had written a lot of material and we interpreted all that and then we got to the point where we figured we would feature from time to time during our sets improvisational music and that's been a real uh, godsend as far as keeping us inspired to write new material. Oh, thank you. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, speaking about uh, your latest EP, Sci-Fi Romance, um, can you think of any like books or or films that you think would fall under that if if that were like a genre? Oh, hmm. Do you want a real answer or kind of like a wise answer? Really? Oh, that's up to you. Oh, I'll take either. Because I was going to say The Godfather, but I don't know how that even relates. Um, <laughs> Clockwork Orange, uh, 2001, okay. A Space Odyssey, Elfie. Lost in, spa lost in Space. Oh, Lost in Space, right. There we go. Or, or, lo or Lost in White Noise. MASH. Monster MASH? <laughs> MASH has sci-fi, I guess. I guess there's some elements. Janet just likes that series. I just want to shout out for that. Just a shout out Who to Who doesn't Mash. love Mash? Hi, Mash. <laughs> Looking out. for you. I'm sure Mash is listening tonight. That's right. <laughs> all right. Would, would you two, uh, or would the four of you all, would like to uh, play two more songs for sure. us? And then sure. we'll dip back into some conversations? Sure. All right. That's what we call that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Trick Zipper. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a nice one. This is called Trick Zipper.
next piece that we're going to play has a little bit of whispering in it, but it's like a stage whisper, so it's a fake whisper. And the name of this piece is called Hot Garbage.
1913. You're tuned into WMSC. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Club Garibaldi's tonight. Uh, 1913, uh, Janet, Victor, and uh, uh, I just want to know about those titles and phrases, Hot Garbage and Trick Zipper and all that good stuff. Um, some of those newer songs, uh, they have like really creative ideas, um, very visual. Um, are there any creative influences in particular on those, like literary, musical, you betcha, film? Aaron. Cool. You, you betcha. I was hoping so. Okay, <laughs> so Trick Zipper ended up being foreshadowing because um, we ended up in Penthouse Magazine, but we had <laughs> these series of <laughs> these songs. Mm. Um, we were writing, um, so Trick Zipper, um, if you can hear Trick Zipper, it's, it's really Matt playing keyboards. He has the, the best solo in that. Um, a very nice salute to Keith Emerson. Yeah, Trick Zipper is a character, okay? And we're just developing some other ones. Um, Hot Garbage, it actually um, goes back to about 20 years ago when I was in Georgia, and I worked at a restaurant, and the uh, I worked for a husband and wife team, and then they, um, they ended up using transparent garbage bags. And I said, wow, oh, okay, nothing big. And then the wife said, no, something smells like hot garbage. Oh. And so I just really liked the title. And w then was this around the time when the devil went down to Georgia? Yeah, on a, on a midnight train, in oh, fact. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so anyways, something smells, if something smells like heart, hot garbage, it's uh, just another word for suspicion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And, um, you know, between the two of you, or all four of you, what is the song on Sci-Fi Romance, which is your latest record, um, you know most listeners will be confused by, but want to understand on your level? Whistle I'm breath? confused on any level with that question. <laughs> That's good. Maybe that was the goal. <laughs> <laughs> then they have succeeded. Thank you. Your work is done here. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we could leave it just like that. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Um, someone wanted to know um, the the keyboardist and the bassist. Matt and This Mike. goes out to you guys. How long have you been playing bass with bass and keyboards? A cactus brother wants to know. Smiley face. It's been about 10 years, right? Yes. With this band? 108 years. <laughs> Depending no, on that's how not confused right. you are. Talking to the microphone. I think it was about a year, a year and a half ago or something, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long we've been recording since yeah, right. I met you by chance while you were working on Summertime. Right. And then we kind of talked then. It may have been four years ago, three years. Yeah, it's got to be around that long now. Yeah. Hmm. And I've known Mike for years. We've, we've uh, worked together on some of my uh, records and then other records that Mike has produced have come and played for him and we go back a long time and, and I, I just met Matt about four years ago as he just said I've got another good audience question here and this is, this is for each member of the band um, what was the first song you learned to play on your current instrument think back 
Mine was go tell Aunt Rhody. Okay. Wow. We're thinking about doing a 1913 cover of that, in fact. Why not? <laughs> Mine would be green sleeves. Actually, it was on my grandparents' organ when I was like four, I think. Yes. What, what about you, Mike? Oh. Uh, these boots are made for walking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> nice. Garbage. Good. <laughs> Very good. Boy, for me, on the drums, I don't, I don't even know what was the first song I played. It probably would have been uh, either a Beatles song or a Velvet Underground song. Hallelujah Chorus, perhaps? No, no, it wasn't Hallelujah Chorus. It wasn't Beethoven's Fifth. Um, no, it wasn't Louis Louis. But it might have been Wipeout. No, sorry. Don't want to get into that. We'll use our imaginations. Okay, good. <laughs> Complete that sentence, that musical sentence. Um, so, you know, th there are a lot of different, um, as we've mentioned, kind of genre influences that you guys pull from. If you had, like, if you were putting together a lineup for a music festival, what are some other bands that you would want on the bill with yourselves? Pink Floyd. <laughs> I, I think they broke up. But yeah, I guess we're, we're just fantasizing, oh right? Hmm. War on drugs, maybe. Okay. Other psychedelic bands? Beirut. Oh, I could see that. Craftwork. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. John Cale. John, John Cage. <laughs> sure. Can we actually make this a reality? This is sounding like a great sure, festival. Book, and the Moody Blues. Book it, please. We'll be there. Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think, I think we're such a singular attraction that maybe we should play by ourselves. But, but we'll just do multiple nights. Kind of like a fish, uh, Grateful Dead kind of thing. The 1913 festival? Yeah, there you go. Featuring just you. Featuring 1913. <laughs> we play every slot. Equally enticing. That's right. <laughs> and we serve 1913 food. We will have 1913 fashions. We will have 1913 counseling. <laughs> well, let's, let's get... Uh, <laughs> Put, put together a meeting about this maybe okay, after the right. show. Okay. Um, I think we've got time for maybe a couple more songs. Oh. Okay, we've got Whistle Breath coming oh, yeah. up. Let's do Whistle Breath. Sounds wonderful. And then the other one is Bye Bye. Bye Bye. A fitting song to end the evening.
This next piece is dedicated to Marcel Duchamp and David Bowie.
Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Good Thank night. Thank you, WMSC. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Good 1913 on WMSC's Local Live. Yeah, give him another hand. Hi, Aunt Carol. Well, we're pretty much out of time, but before we go, I just wanted to ask if you have any shows coming up that you'd like to tell people about. Yeah, on April 20th, we're at Anodyne on Bruce Street, and that's an 8 o'clock show for $8 all ages. Okay. And then we've got Jazz Estate coming up, Circle A. You can go to www.1913.com. Spell out the words 1913, please. And you'll find us if you Google us. All right, fantastic. Well, thanks again for playing with us, for talking to us. Thank you very much. Thanks to our audience. Yes, thanks for all the questions, you guys thanks, were everybody. awesome. Give yourselves a hand. And so, a few credits here to get to at the end here. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC, supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi, located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more, in addition to lots of live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. And Local Live is produced by myself and Aaron. Tonight's segment engineered at and broadcast from Club Garibaldi by Club Garibaldi and Billy Cicerelli. All video by Moleskin Productions. Thanks to the band, the great crowd, and everybody at Club Garibaldi. Find upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances at wmsc.org and tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live back in the studio with Moss Folk. That's going to do it for us. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com.